Welcome to my hometown, filled with murder, mysteries, the paranormal, and a fair share of hauntings. This is Local Legends. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Local Legends with Lark Farley. I'm your host, Lark. If you're new here, hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you could join us. To give a little overview of what this podcast is all about, basically every Sunday I discuss with you all local stories ranging from true crime to the paranormal from my small hometown, Brown County in Indiana. Most of the stories I share will be sourced from the local paper, the Brown County Democrat. If you'd like to share your own hometown stories or just drop a line, you can email me at locallegendswithlark at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. As always, all of the articles used for this episode will be linked in the description should you want to check them out for yourself. All right, let's get into it. So today's story is one that is violent and racist, honestly. We're not going to beat around the bush. It's extremely racist and it's terrible. Uh, So this is a very, very recent story and one that is still ongoing. Uh, But we'll get to that when we get to that. So starting off, the very first article about the story was published um, in the Brown County Democrat on November 24th, 2020. And it was in the police blotter of the week. So if you didn't know, um, the Brown County Democrat has a section called police blotter for week blank, you know. So every week they'll come out and they'll release in the paper, you know, all, all arrests, you know, DUIs or or uh, those types of things, right? So typically criminal cases, and they'll just list them line by line. Some of them get more paragraphs than others, just depending on how many details they choose to share. Um, And they do that every week. They just publish those police blotters every single week. And so this one was titled Police Blotter for Week of November 25th. And it says, Police Delivery Driver Threatened Because of Ethnicity. A 57-year-old Brown County man has been charged with a felony after police say he pointed a gun at an Amazon delivery driver, called him several names because of his ethnicity, and told him he would shoot him if he did not leave his property. Drew Miller of Bean Blossom Road was charged on November 17th with with intimidation, a level 5 felony. On September 14th, police were dispatched to respond to a call from the driver who said he was making a delivery when the homeowner pulled a gun on him. Brown County Sheriff's Deputy Shane Jackson met with two Amazon employees. The victim was being trained by the other employee. When the two arrived at Miller's home, they told police how they noticed two dogs in the yard. The victim got out of the vehicle with the packages and put them on the home's porch, according to a probable cause affidavit. While returning to the vehicle, the dogs were in front of the driver's side door, so the victim walked around to the passenger side to get in. That's when Miller pulled up the driveway in a black truck. Miller exited the vehicle with chrome-plated .25 caliber semi-automatic pistol, calling the victim several names, referring to his ethnicity, and telling him he should go back to where he came from, the affidavit states. Miller said if the man did not get off his property, he was going to shoot him. At this point, the trainer exited the vehicle. He told Miller they were delivering packages and there was no need for a gun. Miller put the gun behind his back and said he did not have a gun. He then told the trainer to tell Amazon if they ever send anyone but a white man to his home, he is going to shoot them, the affidavit states. The two Amazon employees left the home and contacted their company dispatch to advise them to call the police. After speaking with the witness and victim, police went back to Miller's home. He said when he pulled into the driveway, he saw the victim picking up rocks from his driveway to throw at his dogs. 
according to the affidavit. He said he pulled around the delivery truck and exited his vehicle to yell at the victim. He denied ever pulling a gun. Officer Shane Jackson wrote that Miller was hesitant to show police the gun he had in his truck, but then pulled out a brown cloth work glove containing a pistol like the victim had described. When asked how the witness would have known he had a chrome-plated .25 caliber pistol if he didn't pull it out of the truck to threaten them, Miller said he did have the gun, but he had it behind his back, and the two must have seen it when he was getting out of his truck, according to the affidavit. So that's the first part of this story, the first article that was released. And then we have an update from February 16th of 2021. So it's fairly recent. So I'm going to share that one with you now. So this one is also um, from the Brown County Democrat and its uh, title is Bond Revoked an Amazon Delivery Driver Intimidation Case. A 57-year-old Brown County man will be in jail until his jury trial next month after he had his bond revoked in a felony intimidation case involving an Amazon delivery driver. A hearing took place on February 10th to revoke Drew Miller's bond after Miller violated pretrial release conditions. Testimony from Miller, a relative and Sergeant Chad Williams with the Brown County Sheriff's Department, was heard before Judge Frank Nardi ruled Miller's bond would be revoked, according to the online court records. Miller appeared via video from the jail. His jury trial on the intimidation charge is scheduled for March 24th. He will be held in jail on no bond until then or further order from the court. Miller was charged with a level 5 felony for intimidation after he allegedly threatened an Amazon delivery driver with a gun because of the driver's ethnicity, according to court documents. He was charged with a felony in November after the incident in September and was arrested and released on bond. On January 26th, Miller was arrested again for operating a vehicle while intoxicated with a prior conviction. Williams stopped his vehicle on State Road 135 North after seeing it drive left of center and failed to stop at a stop sign. His report said that he smelled alcohol on Miller and that he had slurred speech, slow dexterity, and was verbally abusive. A test administered at the Brown County Law Enforcement Center showed that Miller's blood alcohol level was .269, more than three times the legal limit. Miller was charged with level 6 felony charges for operating a vehicle while intoxicated, endangering a person, operating a vehicle with the ace of .15 or higher, and operating a vehicle while intoxicated. He has a trial scheduled for April 28th in this case. Prosecutor Ted Adams filed a motion to revoke Miller's bond in the intimidation case on January 27th. The conditions that allowed him to be out on bond included him not getting arrested on another charge. And so that was basically the end of that more recent article. So that's both of the two stories the Brown County Democrat had published. And so I, we're going to go through it, break it down. And then I have another update that I was able to be to find about like the case itself because I couldn't find in the Brown County Democrat any update because they said that the the court was supposed to have taken place like his trial his jury trial on April 28th and so I was surprised that they hadn't published any update on that so I was able to find out some extra information so this case is obviously a terrible one like the fact that this Miller guy was threatening with a gun an Amazon delivery driver is just so terrible. And not, like, not even just threatening him, threatening him based on his race. Like, how disgusting of a human. Like, I just can't even imagine. It's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely horrible. It just, 
so awful. It's so terrible. It's horrible. So let's break it down. Looking back at the first article that we went over, the police blotter, I mean, they start off strong with, like, this This Miller guy said he was going to shoot the victim. He was going to shoot him if he didn't leave his property. And he immediately, the homeowner, pulled a gun on him. I, the one positive about it is that there were two Amazon employees, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just one. Like, there were two people. That's two witnesses, two people to, to um, make like a case against this guy you know what I'm saying like they can corroborate each other's stories and be like no he definitely did this and this is what he did and this was the type of gun that he had and they could both corroborate the story and just make it even more um possible to nail this guy for what he did and it's just a super scary situation because like these Amazon delivery drivers they must they have to deal with so much you know like they go up to this this house you know Brown County's in the middle of nowhere there's not a lot around you go up to these like rural houses. There's dogs, first of all. So they have this house has two dogs that come right up to the car, right up to you, trying to deliver the package. And then while you're trying to deal with the dogs and like deliver the package and get back to your car safely, this guy shows up in his pickup truck, which is like typical. I'm not saying it's bad to have a t- pickup truck, but that just like really sets the scene for the type of guy this guy is, Miller. And you get back to your car or trying to, and then he, this guy shows up in a big black pickup truck with a .25 caliber pistol and is threatening you with it and then making racial slurs towards you and, and threatening you. It's terrible. It's horrible. Absolutely awful. And, like, this type of stuff, unfortunately, in Brown County, this isn't the first time that this has happened. It's definitely not the first time a racially motivated, like, threat and intimidation and even violence has happened. There are, well, are way more of those stories that we're going to be getting to at some point. And this is definitely not the first time that someone has been threatened and or harmed and or killed by residents of Brown County for people so-called trespassing on, on in their home. And it's just, it's scary, you know? Like, it's just a very scary situation because, first of all, this Miller guy should never have had a gun to begin with. Sorry. I mean, you can get mad at me for saying that if you want. I don't care. Like, he should not have been allowed to have a gun. If you're going to go around threatening people and and doing this type of thing, sorry, you don't, you're never allowed to have a gun ever again. You never should have been able to get one in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's terrible. And then the fact, okay, so he has two witnesses to corroborate that he did this to the police. And thank God they filed a police report against this guy. So the police show up to interview this man, right? And then he's he has the audacity to try to lie about it and be like, "Oh, well, uh the victim was like throwing rocks at my at my dogs." Ugh. It's like, "Dude, don't. Like stop, please. You went through all this trouble and now you're just going to lie about it and like lie about all you did. Come on. Come on. Really? Like what he's a true winner, I'll say that." Yeah, like, I, I'm so glad he got his bond revoked after, oh, we're gonna get to that, we haven't even gotten to that, but I'm so glad he's in jail right now, like, good, stay there, have fun. You you deserve to be in, like, isolation away from everyone else, because so you, you, you're clearly a danger. You're clearly a danger to, to others. Yeah, and then, like, he would, he didn't want to give the gun to police, <laughs> because he knew the moment he handed that gun over, they're gonna be like, hmm, it's kind of fishy and, and kind of weird that, uh, they knew exactly the type of gun that you had. It's kind of funny, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this guy. So then, in the updated one, I just, this guy is just, he just, 
is the definition of like a sewer rat. No, I'm not. That gives sewer rats a bad name. He's just he's just actually just trash. Cause then, like, so he gets in trouble, right? He he has a felony against him. He goes to jail. He gets out on bond. Um, and part of your bond release is you can't get arrested again. If you if you get arrested again, you go back to jail. And this guy, um, what happens? What happens, guys? Uh, he gets out and then he immediately gets put back in jail. Why? Um, because he's driving a car while intoxicated. And what are we, what is he doing? Ding, 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 ding. Endangering the life of others. You guessed it. His blood alcohol content was three times the legal limit. Three times the legal limit. I don't know. I just wish that they wouldn't have let him out. He should not have been able to get out on bond. They should have been required to keep him in. He needed to stay there in in jail until his jury trial, in which case then the court and the jury can make a decision and and be done with this trash can. He should not have been allowed to get out. But they let him out. And then uh, I guess, you know, didn't take very long. And he's endangering the lives of others and right back in. You just can't make this type of behavior up. You just can't make these type of people up. It's really unfortunate and terrible. And I feel so bad for that Amazon delivery driver. Like, you know what? Shout out to our Amazon delivery drivers. Shout out to our delivery drivers, period. Y'all out there working hard and delivering everyone's packages and we are grateful for you and we respect you and we are just so happy to have you. Keep doing the good work. Don't let these terrible people get you down, report them to the police, do what you need to do. Um, But the fact that anyone would feel endangered to do their job like this, it's scary. It's so scary. You never know how crazy other people are around you. You honestly don't. And I'm just so glad that this Amazon delivery driver and his trainer that was with him got out safe and were okay. And it is so disgusting that they even had to experience this in the first place. And, and Miller, I hope you go to jail and I hope you go to jail and you stay there. Because I looked it up because I was like, okay, well, maybe there's an update. You know, his court was set, his trial, his jury trial was set for April 28th, right? So there, you would assume then that there would be an update on, like, what happened. You know, is he in jail? What, what was the outcome there? Is he not? What, what what are we looking at? So I couldn't find anything in Brackety Democrat, like I said, and I tried Googling his name, and no other places were reporting on this. And so what I did was I went to mycase.gov. Um, and so what my case is, is Indiana. I don't know how if other states do this as well. But Indiana has a site um, called MyCase where you can look up basically – criminal records uh that have gone through the court so like you know state of indiana versus blah 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 and it will list you know what cases they have on currently or what ones they've had in the past now obviously it doesn't work for all cases there are some that have to be private obviously for several different reasons but for something like this and this guy specifically and his types of charges that would show up so I looked him up and I was able to find um him and I was able to find his case and so like the Brown County paper said, they were supposed to have a jury trial set for April 28th, but that got pushed back due to this Miller guy, um, there being questions of whether or not he was sound of mind to have the jury trial. I guess they had tried to to have it in the on the April 28th deadline, and he just was not 
with the program, I guess is a way to put it. And so now not only do they have the jury trial that they had to reschedule, they also have another separate trial, which is a competency hearing. And so basically what that is, is where, you know, they just like it states, it's deciding whether or not you are competent enough to understand what's going on in court. If you are competent enough to be able to be a part of the trial. Again, they don't list specifics of what happened or or what led to them having to make this decision. I assume it was probably pretty drastic um, seeing that they had to push all of this back and, and schedule specifically a competency hearing. So the comp- competency hearing is scheduled to be on May 10th of this year. And on the same day, so the competency hearing uh, will be like earlier in the day, for example, and then like towards the later part of the day is when they have the jury trial scheduled on May 10th. So we'll see if that happens. I'm keeping a close eye on it because I would like to know. And if there is an update and they go forward with the May 10th court hearing, I will definitely update and have another updated episode. I'm just going over what those outcomes were and what they decided on. So to be continued on that and we'll see what happens. It should be interesting. I honestly have no idea. I hope that he is kept away from society, honestly, because I do feel like he is a danger. I mean, he's proven it, right? He threatened someone with a gun and then immediately turned around and was driving a vehicle while intoxicated. So clearly is not, um, that his behaviors aren't going to stop and they could honestly probably only, um, get worse. So we'll see what happens. Uh, It's very unfortunate. It's terrible. It's horrible. And... I guess I'm glad that he's in jail right now so he can't endanger anybody else. So that was this week's story. Next week, we're going in a completely different, crazy direction. And we will be discussing, it will be like us dipping our toes and discussing for the first time the craft and the arcane. Yes, we're going to start getting into more of like a paranormal arcane realm next week and we will be discussing the ancient practice and current practice of water witching. So if you want to check in next Sunday we'll be discussing that in detail. I'll be breaking it all down with you guys and we'll be going over that. In the meantime have a great week. I'm so glad to share these stories with you. Hopefully they're fun and entertaining and have a great week. Bye!